Hi. Hi. Wait, can you hear me? I can. Perfect. I have on this fighter pilot headgear. <laughs> it's some fucking serious shit on your head. I don't know <laughs> what this is. <laughs> I love it. It's oh like my Princess God. Leia in the future. I know. Welcome back to another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast with me, comedian Catherine Maloney. And me, Minister Mary McGee. This week, we'll be talking about Our Lady of Guadalupe, also known as Santa Maria of Guadalupe. And in case you haven't heard, there are aliens. We're going to be talking about it. We'll talk a little bit about the hearing in front of Congress, and you'll get our crazy but accurate opinions. Newsers, aliens, you guys. Oh my God. Like, hello, I told you. And it's <laughs> so funny because over the past year and like, I wonder why my kids like have anxiety, <laughs> but <laughs> I've been telling them, I've been telling these kids, you're going to see stuff is going to start coming out and you think I'm crazy, but you're about to see it's going to go mainstream. And that's what happened. It's really like unsettling. No one's really responding about it. It's like our ability to completely fully grasp it, I don't think exists. In Signs, that movie, when they're at the birthday party and mm-hmm. like the alien walks by and everyone freaks out. Yeah. Like if that starts happening, then everybody will be freaking. I mean, look at the thing that just happened in Vegas with. I the, know. What about this lady that got up on the plane and was like, that motherfucker is not real. Oh my God. So we're just not going to connect those two. I think people just think she's insane, but I don't, maybe she did mushrooms or something. Okay. And she was, or maybe something really did happen. Okay. Because they say that there are these beings on earth who like, don't have the same consciousness that that we have. They're almost like background actors. Like if this is a matrix that we're in, which the matrix is the whole reason why our consciousness can't really perceive aliens. Like even if we know, because I believe in it and you believe in it. Like, so even Mm -hmm. if we know and have known, it's been shielded so much from us that to take that cloth away, it's like Mm -hmm. almost too much than we can mentally handle collectively right now. No, we got way too much. And people can't fucking pay their rent. They can't, you know, buy groceries. Like they're like, are aliens? Oh yeah, okay. Will I get an alien tax break? Like that's all they care about right now. That lady that you were just talking about on the plane. Mm -hmm. So when she was saying, he's not real, he's not real. I know everybody thought she was nuts, but it reminded me of, you know, JK Ultra that I always talk about. Mm -hmm. She has her own YouTube and TikTok and she's into like extraterrestrial things, consciousness, Dolores Cannon, all the weird shit that we love. Mm -hmm. So she talked on one of her YouTube videos about an experience that she had at a bus stop. I want to say it was in LA and she came in contact with like a lizard person Mm. and she talked about the experience and it was so bizarre and the way this person or being or whatever was acting towards her was so bizarre. There were two people who were there when it was happening, but I don't think that they could see that he was a lizard like they thought he was just like a weird guy who at one point like I think he spit in her mouth or like licked her or he did something really disgusting but the way that she talked about this experience whether it was real or not I don't know was like witnessing it when I saw that woman saying he's not real he's not real that it seemed to me like she was trying to say like he's not he's not with us yeah so I felt like that she was trying to get across it's just weird that like all these things have been happening that they're you know, showing us mainstream. And then they're like, yeah, this is what's going on. 
I know. Like they have these guys, um, you know, testifying under oath in front of Congress, revealing all the, they call them UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenons. So Mm -hmm. they have all of these reports. This is like, and for these guys in this Air Force, they see these things daily. They see them every single day. It's just not talked about because nobody wants to be the one. They said that 5% of the people that see these things report it. Exactly. And then they were like, how many of those 5% do you investigate? And they're like, very little. So majority of these guys don't want to go on the record and say anything because they know it's not going to be like really investigated. And then on the other hand, the people that do say something, it's like, "Mm, we're not going to do anything about that. I know. And the the ones who have come forward have said that they're, you know, afraid for their lives. At the same time, like, why all of a sudden? Because a lot of what they said had to be approved by the Department of Defense. Okay, so even though like they're afraid for their lives, they're being ridiculed. And the Pentagon guy who's like in charge of like that whole sector of like these reports, Mm -hmm. he's denying knowing anything about uh, non-human biologics is what they're calling them. He's saying he knows nothing about that. He knows nothing about UFOs. But these other guys who are testifying are like, uh, no, you were at the same meetings. We were at, bro. You know mm-hmm. about all of this shit. And he's comes back again, even after they testified in front of Congress and said, no, I don't know what they're talking about. But since that happened where these guys, you know, basically broke it down for them and said, yes, there's aliens. Yes, there's definitely UFOs. Everybody knows about it. It's being kept secret from Congress. But them going on there. Wait, why was I? T- what was I? What was the point I was trying to make? Oh, that damn medicinal marijuana. <laughs> Short term memory loss. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's Talking all real. That guy general. denied it. But it's like, why do they suddenly want us to know? That's what I'm curious about. Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, is this going to be, you know, some form of project? Blue Book, where they're going to try to use this alien, you know, invasion or or something or just the threat of aliens in general as a way to unite us as a people in that way also to control us. Mm-hmm. Like, is this going to be the one world order government? Why are they suddenly I mean, like, telling right us? Right now, like you can do this in a hundred fucking years. Like I can't handle another one of these fucking things in my Why lifetime. Why the fuck did I have to be born in alien Armageddon? Like, are you fucking kidding me? You couldn't have thought of a better this. Did I choose this? I picked we this. We actually like pick this, which this is, is bonkers. I guess like, we were probably like, look, why? if we're gonna get the human experience, let's get like a lot of it in one. I want to be a background actor, okay? I don't want to be front and center. I'm not. I'm. I'm not ready to fight for my life, yeah, and I'm gonna be on the a... alien side. I'm gonna. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on their side. <laughs> you guys really fucked up this planet. You guys, At least they want us. Help me help me yeah yeah so i was looking at some stuff um they kept saying whenever there was like a specific question about like who knew about this and who's been covering it up or whatever the guy david grush would say oh we can discuss that in a skiff mm-hmm. and i just thought that was like a spin-off of the meeting <laughs> like, yeah yeah in our skiff yeah, yeah got it like a little like you know, like in like, the green room <laughs> yeah listen we'll skiff about Over donuts. it yeah. exactly so i looked it up and it's it spelled s-c-i-f and it stands for sensitive compartmented 
information facility. It's literally one of those fucking lockdown rooms. Yeah. Yeah. He can only say so much publicly. He wants to divulge everything because he's Mm -hmm. saying that it's a matter of national security at this point, because he's like, even if they're not UFOs, even if they're drones, which these intelligence officers have confirmed, they are not drones. They can't say certain things because when even acts like, has anybody died as a result of these, Mm -hmm. you know, beings or whatever? The answer was yes, Mm -hmm. but he couldn't get into it. Mm -hmm. And so I guess he's probably privately going to because he feels like Congress is unaware. There's military funding that's who knows where it's going. There's all this money that's not accounted for. And it's very likely that it's going to reverse engineering of these UAPs, which we now know are real. My thing is, if you have alien technology and you're reverse engineering it and you're getting like all this like crazy technological advancements the minimum thing that you can do for us as human beings now that you have that shit is to give us all free wi-fi i mean uh, i should oh, you would pay- think right? right like you you would think we would get free wi-fi out of this That's no they're just looking for more ways to make bombs like they don't even care about anything but how to weaponize whatever they reverse engineer even like that tic tac you know that white uh spaceship mm-hmm. that was seeing that guy who testified mm-hmm. he was like because all of them were asked like is this a threat to national security and he said yes but he didn't talk about the aliens being the threat it's other countries getting caught up to speed quicker on the reverse engineering and figuring out how to blow us to bits and us not being able to defend ourselves. That's the threat. It's how the humans are going to use it. And a lot of these spacecrafts that have been seen are over, you know, where they're doing nuclear testing and and where our weapons are and everything like that. And whatever is around these crafts disarms it. They have like this powerful like coating. (laughs) Okay. They're just like, it's it's like a, a candy coating of disarmoring. It's like an M&M. <laughs> so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But that tells me that they want us to like stop and like chill and like, guys, like don't kill each other, yo. And some even think that they're purposely crashing these UFOs so that we will have to learn how to reverse engineer it to save ourselves from the mess that we're in with like our so you know stupid they're like I know they're like they're oh like here guys us, like a we, <laughs> we killed survival. Ed okay <laughs> he crashed his tic tac <laughs> so you guys can get your shit together and stop <laughs> sucking oil out of each other's assholes <laughs> and know. fighting over everything Somebody said that maybe we're an endangered species and there's like some intergalactic generation. Yeah. And they like, we're in like the Bronx Zoo of Earth. (laughs) (laughs) We're the polar bear sweating his ass off on the cliff. In July. (laughs) (laughs) We don't really do much. They literally give us everything. Anytime we have these big bounds of advancement, it's because the fucking aliens gave us stuff. So thanks, guys. But thank you. I appreciate it. Beat me up, Scotty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) They said there was 366 reported UABs, which are UFOs or whatever, since early 2021. How many? 366. I know. And they say that's not even the fall Monty. No, that's just what's reported, which we said is 5%. And not everybody reports. Exactly. Look at that picture that my dad took fishing where there's a giant ass <laughs> UFO clearly in the background ready to suck him up. <laughs> he didn't have his glasses on and didn't even see it. <laughs> okay. I can't like, believe how close that it was wasn't to reported. UFO. I'm reporting Nothing. it right now to you. <laughs> 
that's the report. And I'm it's sure there's plenty of other people. stories. <laughs> yeah. I was on a bridge one time with my friend Kelsey. We were driving back from Sarasota to Tampa and we saw a UFO and it was silent and it was big and it was really low. And we just kept saying, oh my God, we're going to die. Oh my God, we're going to die. Because oh my God, why was it right there? And then we went out to like a bar and we met up with a bunch of people and we, we couldn't stop talking about it. We're like, we can't believe we just saw this. And they were like, oh, there's an air show over at McDill or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, we weren't even near McDill. And no fucking way on this planet do we have that technology it was so quiet that was oh my God. which was really eerie. yeah that's yeah and if you felt something like from that and that stuck with you i feel like that means something for real totally but and pilots she, see them all the time pilot mm-hmm. like commercial airline pilots and even and after that congress thing aired they saw and there's an uptick in reports because that one of the guys who testified he started like his own little like foundation to like report UAPs and he said it's been an influx of people a lot of pilots and a lot of just like everyday run of the mill people who are now like mm-hmm. oh okay maybe i won't look crazy so i think it's going to get even crazier and things like what you saw a lot of people have stories like that a lot of you people. You know, and it, you don't forget it because it wasn't like, oh, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. You know what you saw. Mm-hmm. You know, I've lived by airports my yeah. whole life. <laughs> like, I know. So, and it didn't look like anything I've ever seen before. Maybe like helicopter. That's the closest something from like black ops. But like, was why it a it black like a- cube inside a clear sphere? I don't think I that's- saw a sphere. Oh, okay. Because that's what a lot of the pilots see. Oh, and wow. actually, JK Ultra brought up one point where she was saying, she's like, you know, we can only perceive objects in 3D. So some of these objects can be 4D or, you know, 5D and we just can't perceive them. If there's an ant on the ground and you draw a circle around the ant, the ant perceives walls and it can't walk anywhere because it thinks that it's blocked. <laughs> I'm so high right now. Can we talk about the fact that they said that there's multi dimensions? Do you hear what I'm saying right now? I'm in it. Insane. (laughs) It's very liberating. It's great. We haven't had one of these chats in a while. They're saying so weird. (laughs) We are so each other. Weird. Thank God. Fuck it. So many things are going on and they're just talking about it like it's normal. And and like you said, you were like, "Uh, guys, this is how it's going to be. Like, literally, that's the kind of shit I say to Kayla all the time. And I feel bad. I know, me too. I'm like, everything's fine. They're on our side. I I think they're rooting for us. Yeah. I think we're like their little, you know, ant farm. And I don't think they really wish us harm. But I think every once in a while they got to get involved. And I think sometimes they fucking hit the reset button on us. And that's what the flood was. And that's what creation was. They just, if we fuck up What is going on? Restart us. I'm like, is this is the end real? Like with Seth Rogen? Is it real? Like, is that what's going to happen? I think so. Whose house do we go to? (laughs) Are we going to get beamed up? I don't know. It's a good question. By aliens? Not for nothing, right? Why didn't fucking Scientology come out with a whole fucking marketing campaign going, I fucking told you so, motherfuckers. I know. And actually, I was listening to something and they said that there is some evidence that, uh, you know, they can't confirm or deny that there might be a mothership in our atmosphere. Oh, they're definitely. And I'm like, oh my God, Tom Cruise must be hard as a rock right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
It was not all for nothing. But they like, must we be fucking so excited. Yeah. Oh my god, they must be doing a circle jerk at these fucking events, I you know? know like I know. in a Clorgon to you and a Clorgon to you as well. Like whatever the fuck they Would <laughs> <laughs> uh, you like to hold my cans and audit me? Oh, now you know want an auditing that. session. <laughs> Ooh, it's not free anymore, bitch. You gotta pay for the first one. You wanna know what planet you're from? <laughs> this was like their opportunity. Like they can really shine now. Because... I know they really, yeah. They're going to be able to use that. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. For recruitment? I bet you their numbers go up. A hundred percent. They're going to be like the church. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they make you sign a billion year contract for your I know. Soul. I can't. I can't do it. I cannot years? do it. I I'm feel like it's 44 and I'm like, I don't know about this. I know. I know it's so long. <laughs> it's, it's taking just... forever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> anyway, to <America>. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, did that get dark for you guys? My bad. Maybe I should um, stop smoking this pen. <laughs> oh, I wish I had one. I, it's like a billion dollars tonight, the mega millions or something. Oh my god, I hope Mike played it. I did. That'll... I never have cash. Oh, I know. I had some change. <laughs> you know, I usually do the bonus or whatever it is. Like you pay like a dollar extra and it's like it doubles the money or it does something. It gives you more. And I always try to do that because I always think, oh, that bit will cover the taxes and then I'll get oh. more, you know, closer to what I will want to get or whatever. You're like sitting there trying to calculate your lottery winnings. <laughs> That's how convinced. I have to spend it. That's actually why I stopped playing because I was so convinced every time and I couldn't deal with the heartbreak anymore. Like it was gut wrenching every time. It's really hard to have the winning ticket ripped from you. I know. I always think of grandma and I always thought she was going to win. And so I think one of us will win. I do too. But it's going to happen at the right time. Yep. And I am going to, you know, do exactly what I've been planning for years. And that is like to take care of everybody. And I want to start a foundation. And I mean, I would love me and you to just travel and do these shows, do it in our, our own production company and just share this stuff. Because I just think these fucking stories, I say it every yeah, and episode, when we they're amazing. I'll hire aliens to help with our show. Totally. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would like to interview one and talk to them about like what's going on and like how we can do better. Yeah. I would love to hear their advice. I think our problems are so primitive. They are. You know? And that's the thing is like from some of the that's videos that I watch. Remember like that book, Behold the Pale Horse? Mm-hmm. So they talk about, um, and I've talked about this before on the show. Okay, so President Eisenhower, and you've talked about this too. Uh, he meets up golfing with Jackie Gleason and he ends up going and taking him to see the alien bodies and some spacecrafts. And it like completely like destroys him because, you know, it's like we can't handle that level of reality, you know, like our we can't perceive it. So it really changed him. And you've mentioned before that his widow 
in her autobiography talks about how he was never the same after that experience. During that time frame, supposedly, the U.S. government was contacted by these aliens that were kind of like, because there's good aliens and bad aliens, right? So these are like the bad ones who are like, hey, we're going to help you guys advance your technology and make weapons. All you got to do is sign right here and let us abduct a couple of people and yada, yada. And they're like, okay, you can do that, but you know, you can't hurt them. And they're like, okay, no problem. But the good aliens tried to get to the government first and say like, hey, we know these bad aliens want you to use weapons, but we actually want you to know why you're really here on this earth. And we want to help you reach enlightenment. And we want you to open your consciousness and realize that you have psychic abilities and you're connected to nature and that you can live in loving harmony with all of humanity. And the U.S. government was like, fuck you. (laughs) We are not doing that. (laughs) That sounds awful. Fucking hippie. Yeah. And that is what everything comes down to. We use everything as a weapon. Like it's, we want to weaponize everything, even something like as crazy as this happening. And that's what they're going to be strategizing is who can make the weapons the fastest and reverse Mm -hmm. engineer. Germany just just came out with a list of like top 10 planets most likely to have life. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Like a top 10 list. I think all the major countries probably have some of this technology or they're in cahoots with a country that has this technology. I don't know why they're telling us because there has to be a reason like something has to be going to happen or they want us to believe something is going to happen. I don't know what reaction they thought they were going to get, but like nobody trusts the government. (laughs) Nobody trusts that that was proved. That's across the board, too. That's like nobody does. You know, like everybody's kind of having that reaction. And I was like, that's so crazy. They're not for us. And everything is about money. And neither side gives gives a shit about us. They do not care about us at all. And that's like what happens in any kind of administration. You know what I mean? Like, even if you're a volunteer somewhere, once people get a little bit of power, you could be an unpaid volunteer. And there's always those people who can't calm the fuck down and like let their egos get out of the way. Can you imagine that on a level of you're in charge of the nation and there's money everywhere. People are throwing money at you to, to push this idea or that idea. And I'd imagine that there aren't that many people who are able to keep on the honest path. Even a lot of the people who start out honest end up being motherfuckers just like the rest of them. You know, and it's unfortunate. We shouldn't have like all these crises going on at the exact same time. I know it's like somebody's trying to break us, and I and it's like, what is going on? I know. So I walked in to get Kayla a sandwich today, and I looked up the TV was on, and it was on the news, and it was breaking news. Like they had like three live feeds going on. And then the strip at the bottom is like breaking news. And one was the Gilgo suspect or whatever. It, it's his trial. One was like, I don't even know, like a fucking heat wave or something. Like the planet's on fire. And then the other one is like something with politics. And I was like, I just looked up and I was like, wow. Oh, the sun flares? Probably. Is that what it was? But it was like picture and picture and yeah. picture of breaking news of like, Oh, yeah. I keep seeing like, oh, asteroids are headed towards Earth and all kinds of shit like that. And like in the movie Armageddon, that was pretty serious. And we're all just like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, oh, man. Let us know when it's over. (laughs) I hope I get her sandwich to her in time for her to eat one last time before the fucking asteroids come. I'm just like. (laughs) And nobody's reacting. Probably because most people right now are like on Zoloft. Oh, man. 
or because we're just beaten to, down to death and it's like how can you even mentally absorb another thing like honestly it's too much at this point i know it's like internally in my brain i'm having a nervous breakdown and then externally i can't escape from just how yeah. crazy it is right now i know so there's like no balance, like usually one or the other one. You're like, OK, I got a pretty straight head right now. I know. Checking some boxes off. Oh, OK, there's aliens. Oh, my God, that's crazy. Wow, that's know, really like, crazy. like of all of the times, like it just seems so catastrophically unlikely <laughs> to be born in this time period. <laughs> like, I, I have to like worry about aliens now. Like, are you actually serious? That's what I have to worry about. Oh, my I God. Feel like I'm, I'm when I get there, I'm just going to be like, listen, I don't get homesick. Um, so yeah. if you don't mind, I don't get homesick. <laughs> hang out for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's just really hard right now to take on anything else. I'm happy to know that, you know, that the truth, but that's the thing. Like, what level of truth are we even going to get? Every bit of information that we get mm -hmm. is so chopped to bits, like in order to fit whatever agenda is trying to be pushed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because even every major news network is owned by billionaires who all have an agenda, who are all involved in something. So it's like, what narrative are they going to give us? Yeah. Honestly, it's just too much for me to accept that yeah. they're actually just going to come and tell us stuff like this now. After this kind of information has been leaking out since 1947, like there's a reason. And yeah. I'm just like, it's just. Oh, no. They're getting us ready for something. Yeah. And I feel like because I have anxiety, it's like just rip off the bandaid and just tell us, okay, enough with this, like trying to give out dribs and dribs of information. Just fucking tell us if you're going to try to make us like suit up and fight aliens. Okay. Like if I have to start doing crunches, like just let me know. But I need to be prepared, okay? Because I need to know if I need to pay off my credit cards or if I should just let that shit roll. <laughs> like, I, can I stop paying all my bills? <laughs> That's yeah. all I want to know. And can we just get Wi-Fi real quick? Like, I know. Really seriously, I hate paying for Wi-Fi. It's so expensive. I'm like, oh my god. And the I'm aliens like probably have one that's not giving us cancer. <laughs> and you know what? Like Bob Lazar must feel so vindicated right now, like with all of this coming out because he gave like details on the reverse engineering and what some of these crafts look like. You know, he talked about that these crafts could like manipulate gravity. And he also said something so interesting because it reminds me of what's it called? The thing that Guadalupe had, Our Lady of Guadalupe, the the picture, the cloth, what is it called? The tilma. The, right. When they're describing the tilma, which we'll talk about later when we talk about um, the saint, they said that the picture just like appeared, like almost like one thing, just there's no stroke lines. There's no, there's no way that it was like created like in lines. And nope. it was like one image imprinted on there that they have no way to say like what way it came onto this cloth. Yeah. So the same with the UFOs, like Bob Lazar said that this one craft in particular there was no screws. There was no like lines in between seats or things connected or wires or anything. Everything was just completely smooth. Like the chair was connected to the floor, was connected to the boards, was connected to the walls. Like everything was just connected. One. I have to stop smoking this pen. <laughs> no, I just pictured that in my head. What color did you picture it? Silver. What Let's color did you picture it? White. Black? White. I don't know why. Why? All these ancient alien guys, like, yeah. vindicated. I know. 
<laughs> and there's so many people because then when I was Googling, you know, like I was trying to find news articles about these officers who testified. And mm-hmm. I ended up finding like older articles from like Dateline episode. No, it was 60 Minutes. And there's like 60 Minutes episodes from 2021 talking about like the same exact type. That's that's the other thing that triggered me. It's the same exact type of story where it's officers and people flying aircrafts talking about these unidentified flying objects. Okay. And this was in public news two years ago. Mm. So now it's in the news again, but suddenly it's being pushed up, pushed up, pushed up, even though people are kind of ignoring it. Do you know what I mean? Like, why is it mm-hmm. keep being pushed to the surface? And it's because they want it in our face for a reason. Anyway. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God. I didn't know I was holding in all that information about UFOs. <sighs> that was good. That felt good to get that out. That's yeah. been in my brain boggling around. I can't talk to anybody about that. <laughs> 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 that was really oh, that was very heavy <laughs> you feel like um will ferrell in old school when he does the debate and then he's yeah. like, oh my god I, I blacked out for a second that's what it feels like i don't know if anything that i said even had any kind of like like roadmap to a point <laughs> like, yeah but anyway meanwhile okay look at me ready i have the prayer card for our Lady of Guadalupe here. And I have three candles lit, a blue one, a red one, and a yellow one, and two of your stones. And I have incense going that you gave me, the new moon one. Yay. Oh, that's a good one. It smells pretty. I absolutely love it. That one's pretty. Alchemy Alchemy. and ashes. Yeah, that's it. They make all their oils and incense. Do they make that incense? Yeah. I fucking knew it. I knew it. I could, you know, every time I go to like a store that sells incense, like if it's metaphysical stores, they always have incense that's nice but Mm -hmm. i know it's like you know they ordered it from somewhere and that's like stuff like that is so important to me when it's like when it's made you know yeah and I can never find stuff like that. We've got a lot of metaphysical stores around here. And they're all so uniquely different. You kind of go to different ones for different things. And that's the one I go to for. They do their incense and all that stuff. But then they have like a mystery box. And it's like $25. And you just buy it blindly. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? And it's awesome. It's filled with like. like oh my God. I would want to buy one every week or every month. It's so exciting. They do seances and all these events there. It's really cool. So that's a cool Yeah, I started following them, you know, after you did that show there. Mm -hmm. So now I see, like, it just looks so, like, cool. And, like, even the people who go there, I'm like, wow, how come I don't know any people like this? But I just look like a soccer mom when I go in there. That's how I feel like I look whenever I go into these places. I'm Mm -hmm. like, no, I swear I'm one of you. (laughs) (laughs) Ignore the minivan, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. I go food shopping almost every day because I don't. I know, me too. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's the ADHD. I throw out less. A hundred percent. Yes, I feel like that too. I feel like I'm less wasteful when I do that, but I do absolutely hate it. Yeah, it's it's a pain in the ass. But whenever I go now, they play like the music from like the nineties. So I usually am like, la la la. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to get down in the supermarket too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm usually like singing out loud, and then. If I see a kid 
even if the kid is like screaming their head off, I'll kind of like, you know, if I cross paths with them, I'll always try to make them happy. Me too. <laughs> I talk to, I swear to God, it's, it's funny. So funny. That's so funny. You do Don't that you feel too. like I sh- you have to do it? Like yeah. if, you, if you see a baby, like you have to talk to a baby. Like you cannot Definitely. just like ignore him. No, no. If they make eye contact with oh, me, I, I have to. Yeah. I'm it's like, over. oh my God. I'm like pretending to walk down a flight of stairs. Yeah, yeah, turn yeah. around and I pretend I I'm do peekaboo up an orange off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do peekaboo and like I'll just like I'll keep going back and forth and saying That's hi and amazing. stuff. And then that makes me happier, you know, because yeah. I had that interaction. That's why I really thought at the time like being a preschool teacher would have been perfect for me, but that shit is hard I'm sure it is very oh hard God. I know because it does I do feel like you'd be good at it but I could see why that would be very very emotionally traumatizing every yeah. day I need to be like the guest speaker yes. at, like preschool yes. where I come in for like a couple hours and just fucking do yeah some shit. that's why I would want to be like a para but not a teacher <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I have friends who um, are teaching assistants and powers and everything. And some of them have said like that they could go on or they've considered continuing their education if that's the issue, but that they don't want that weight of constant responsibility. The criticism, criticism, expectations. You really do teachers. have to spend a lot of money. Even as a lunch lady, I, you know, have to buy crayons and stuff for the kids and I buy them little surprises and stuff. You just end up spending money mm-hmm. because you have to try to get them to listen to you no i know and they they need stuff and their parents you know sometimes can't you know afford things or you know they just don't get the message or whatever so they end up laying it out yeah for sure i used to try to do what i could especially kids because it's like it's not their fault you know what i I mean that the situation is like that i know know you see each child as your inner child so you just want to nurture it you know Mm -hmm. save the day right yeah it's really like you're nurturing yourself i try to remind myself that we are just surrounded by versions of ourselves right that's yeah one of the schools of thought is so when i see somebody that's like acting like a real asshole i'm like oh that's an extreme version of me yes (laughs) yes i always think like what lesson are they trying to teach me Mm -hmm. you know because they say like if we're one consciousness Mm -hmm. and everybody is just you having a different experience then we sound like we're on mushrooms. <laughs> we do. We do. It's okay. You know what? We'll go into the same. So we're going to talk about Our Lady of Guadalupe. I cannot believe as a confirmed Roman Catholic mm-hmm. that this story is unbeknownst to me. I can't even story. believe it either. Like I always hear people talking about Our Lady of Guadalupe. You know, I see even in the dollar store, they have candles of her. You know, a lot of my friends I know will post things on Facebook during her feast day. And, and I'm always like, oh, that's nice. Our Lady of Guadalupe. I didn't even know it was Mary. I had I no idea. You knew that part, at least. I was I, like, what? I just know Our Lady of is usually Mary. No idea. Brand new information to me. Well, that's about all I knew because I thought this was the story of Our Lady of Fatima. I have a the same cake. podcast. I just should be a professional <laughs> here. <laughs> it's I don't one even know Basic Saint 101. <laughs> I'm telling you, one day somebody's going to really like this fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. So this is the story of Our Lady of Guadalupe, which is the Virgin Mary, Mother Mary, Jesus's mama. The feast day is December 12, 1531, and specifically at 6.45 a.m. in Mexico City. So that's where... I already have the chills. <laughs> I already have the chills. <laughs> that's this uh, the time period. Okay, so this is going to take place in the 15th century. And man, what do we know about the 15th century? They chop people's heads off. Oh, murder. <laughs> oh, yeah, they were, they're really into it. Blood oh yeah, this is like the Aztec Empire like time period. They're sacrificing motherfuckers. They're eating people's hearts in the sacrifice. That is, oh my god. Yeah, this is a real fucking gritty ass time, and a lot of war, a lot of stress. There's a lot going on. People are just fucking miserable. And there's uh, this man, his name is Juan Diego, and he's a real humble farmer. Uh, He's a native to the land. He's just like a regular dude. And he just recently converted to Christianity. So he's like a new recruit, you know, just living his life. And one day he's walking home and the Mother Mary appears to him. And, you know, he's like, oh, my gosh. And there's like music playing. And she says to him, listen, I want you to go to the bishop's palace in Mexico City. And I want you to tell him that I want a shrine and a temple built here for me, for me and my honor. And he's like, okay. And so Mm -hmm. he goes to the bishop's palace and he tells them, listen, the virgin mother, Mary, literally appeared to me. And she wants to build the shrine and temple. And the bishop like laughs him off, says, you know, you must be hallucinating or like you're drunk or whatever. He totally doesn't agree with any of it. He he thinks there's a bunch of bullshit. He thinks it's a prank or whatever. And he says, if this is true and this is God's will, then bring me back a sign. So he says, I promise I'll go get the sign and I'll come back tomorrow. And so he's like, okay, if it's real, I'll see you tomorrow. And he goes home and then he finds out that his uncle is like dying. Mm -hmm. And so he's conflicted. He's like, you know, did I really imagine that? Did that really happen? Or. Yeah. And everybody's telling him that he's crazy. They're like, you must be working with the devil. Like, and the bishop thinks he's doing it for attention. So, you know, you start to doubt yourself. And he's like, at the end of the day, my uncle is dying and I should go help him. Yeah. So he opts to do that. He goes to the uh, uncle's bedside and. After two days, he just realizes there's nothing that he can do to save his uncle and that his uncle is just going to pass away. And so he goes back, you know, he's a farmer. So he goes back. And when he's walking back home, the Virgin Mother Mary appears to him again. And he says, you know, they thought I was lying. They thought I wanted attention. They thought... I was making it up, you know, and I I, I missed the deadline. I told the bishop that I was going to go and bring him back a sign. But then my uncle was sick. And so I I think it's too late. I don't think I could do anything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine saying this to like floating? so embarrassing. I know. It's like, how could you make excuses to her? But that's who we are, I right? Know, We're human. We're I know. Human. So she says, don't worry. You know, she's like, oh, the old, my uncle's dying. <laughs> like, I haven't heard that before. <laughs> and so she's like, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Deadlines. Don't worry about it. 
go Deadline, up to Medline. <laughs> She's like, go to Tipiac. Just Hill. go climb that mountain again. <laughs> Get your ass in, up there. In the kids' cartoon, like it says it's Topiac Hill or something like that. But mm-hmm. in the kids' cartoon, it's like an actual mountain. And this poor guy has to climb it like every single time. And he's like hanging on for dear life to climb this mountain. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. that's all I'm thinking the whole time I'm watching it. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to send him back there again. He must be so tired. <laughs> and it's the middle of winter. Like oh, it's December 12th. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's like freezing. She goes, just go up there. And um, he's like, you know, risking his life. And he's thinking to himself, like, what am I going up here for? Like it's winter. There's no flowers. And when he gets to the top, there's a shit ton of flowers. And yeah. He's like, holy crap. And they're specifically yeah, roses. Yeah, the Castilian roses. And they're yeah. not um, native to that land. No. And they sure as shit don't blossom in December. No. So Mary pops down. She's like, what's up? Don't <laughs> And so he pulls out this uh, material, this cloth, which it's agave cactus cloth. Again, that's and- supposed to like disintegrate in like 30 to 60 years. Yeah, it's like not permanent. <laughs> this is like, you know, 1531. <gasps> We're not up to that part of the story yet. I'm so sorry. Oh, no, we could sprinkle stuff in. You're good. No, okay. No, no, you're good. You were getting to the part where he puts the roses in there, and I started talking about something in the future. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Okay. So he's, you know, getting the roses together, and Mary says, uh, let me go ahead and arrange that for you. So she does, like, a final arrangement of the flowers, and I guess, like, closes it up, and then says, okay, take this to the bishop's palace. So he jets over there. And when he gets there, it's at 6.45 a.m. that he undoes the cloth and the roses come out and they have an image of Our Lady of Guadalupe, the Virgin Mother, Mary. It's crazy when we're going to get into this image. And they call it the Tilma. So this whole story, you know, like when I was like listening to it and reading it or whatever, I'm like not thinking that it's a believable story. Like the whole tale of his encounter with Mary, to me, it originally just sounded like, okay, that's a nice story. Maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. It sounds more like a little folktale, you know? Mm-hmm. And I said, maybe this was during a time where they needed, like, because they were, the, you know, the Spanish were trying to convert everybody to Christians. People weren't fighting. So maybe this was a way to like amp things up and get people to convert. But then I, my mind was immediately changed after learning more details about this Tilma and how it was studied and just the intricate details that we'll give you as much information as we can but um it's a lot we can't we definitely can't listen to everything because we'd be here for three years mm-hmm. but this garment has Mary she's looking like a native princess mm-hmm. okay and she's wearing like that blue whatever that thing is called that she always wears but it has stars and this stars are literally the exact constellation of the sky the night that this happened where she was seen at the exact time that she appeared like it's just wild and if you connect the stars and the um what's the thing that they connect to that makes the flowers 
and the flowers, if you connect them together, they make like a perfect melody. And some think that that's the melody that Juan heard every time because because right before Marriott appeared, he would hear this beautiful music. So it's believed that this is the music. Yeah, I listened to it last night and it's beautiful. Yeah, and you sent it to me and I, I was listening to it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is. I think that I got a lot of like strength from this study. Yeah. Because I have issues with my mom and mm-hmm. now that she's passed, like I can't ever like fix it in this yeah. lifetime. Yeah. So I kind of feel like, you know, isolated. And so this story came at like the perfect timing because really? Yeah, because like I always feel like I'm not good enough for Kayla that I should, you know, obviously, you know, nobody's perfect, but no, I I relate to that. I feel like that too all the time. Yeah. And she's here in this story telling us, look, you always have me like you don't even realize. And I'm like, you know, that's like so the way we treat most moms, like they're always going to be there. And, you know, they're just kind of like the one you can kind of always rely on. Yeah. I always forget to ask for her. And I feel like she's so important that I don't want to bother her. So I usually go to like the other saints. I know, but they want you to bother them. Yeah. I'm like, I think I'm going to start bothering her. So I started listening. I I actually, no, I'm going to start doing that too. I think that that's a good idea. Yeah. I think it's okay. And we're going to get into a little bit more why I think. I do that too, though. Well, like, you know, I talk a big game, but I also feel bad bothering saints. Right. No, I really will. I'll be like, oh my God, he's so, he's busy. Because one day, like I was like going to meditate and there was like an archangel Michael meditation. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I am not good enough. (laughs) to do that is way too powerful of a being but i did it and and it was fine yeah he's like gosh i've been waiting for you to just pull the trigger already i know when she visits him after he misses the deadline before she goes up she said to him my dear son let nothing discourage or depress you Do not fear any illness, anxiety, or pain. Am I not your mother? You are under my protection. Your uncle is not going to die. Stop worrying. Mm. (laughs) And I'm like, that's a very casual language. Like, I can't believe Mary said anxiety. Like, that just seems like a 2023 word. I know. Like, they had the word anxiety. I know. What is up? That's not a new word. (laughs) No. Like, why did we ignore it, like, through, like, the world wars and shit? I don't know. I think they they just gave, they just gave all, like, the moms, like, Valium back then. And you can give your kid, I know, and you could give your kids, like, chloroform to put them to sleep. You could. It was a different time. It was a different era. They had different cough syrup. Yeah, different <laughs> soda, for God's sakes. They're all coked up during I the know. day. And then they're all fucking looted out at night. No wonder they were vacuuming so much. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see those recipes? People were tweaking. They're like Seriously. depressive chicken. And it's just like fucking hard boiled eggs shoved up celery's ass. It's like weird. <laughs> like jello in it it's just so weird some of those recipes are so weird why did they eat like that because they were all coked up they didn't have an appetite they were just like get some chip from the pantry and we'll feed these kids so we can start drinking so we can start drinking (laughs) 
Oh. these like weird recipes oh my okay. that does sound like a better time that sounds a lot more fun than how we do things now oh everything is God. so serious and I'm stressed out all the time they were too busy getting high to so be serious much to do. <laughs> oh my god I know it's a motherfucker when you try because like when you're not trying it's just like okay I know I mean Sometimes I just think like I'm always anxious Mm-hmm. but I can't because then I like I can't because then who's going to make them do stuff and like be people <laughs> I know it's like I'm the only one who could do it yeah this is true just so much work what are we is. talking about Saint so she literally tells Juan Diego she's like look I think we should leave all this in <laughs> I probably will. Okay. Because it was really, yeah, we're going to get famous <laughs> from being crazy. Oh, my God. People, they relate to it, you know? I know. I had a lot of people in the last, like, month tell me that they were following the show and they wow, listened to the show. Really? Yeah. I'm like, so thank nice. you. I know. I always thank people when they listen, if they tell me. I'm like, thank you so much for listening. Like, I know. That's so nice. You're one of the nine. <laughs> uh, we should get them t-shirts <laughs> i would love to know who they were to get them t-shirts oh my god that's so funny so she told juan diego look i want to be known as the santa maria of guadalupe or our lady of guadalupe and then she never shown her face again but we're gonna get into this telma that's what they call that piece of fabric or cloth Mm-hmm. that had the roses in it so obviously this thing it's amazing if you haven't googled it make sure you google the image mary mentioned earlier it's one felt swoop it's like in one shot this image was captured on this agave cactus material which it expires like you know like in tens of years meanwhile mm-hmm. this is 1531 yeah. that this happened It is still 100% intact. It has no damage other than some fucking idiot scientist. Oh, my God. With the nitric acid. (laughs) (laughs) Applied this, which normally under any circumstances, it would just have eaten the entire item. But it didn't. It just stained it, basically. But it's very minimal. Like how embarrassing. What a fucking idiot. So, I know. And then there was another guy. There was like a terrorist at one point that stuck mm-hmm. dynamite in flowers. Mm-hmm. And the whole like church, the windows were blown up. The altar was blown up. There was neighboring windows from other surrounding houses blown up. And the picture was still intact. In the meantime, before that, it was outside for like 113 years not protected it's under like a single pane of glass before that it was nothing and it was just like with rain and wind and people touching it and it hasn't aged at all no and they've had all different scientists you know they throw some atheists in there just for peace of mind and they have the same conclusion that they can't explain why there's no signs of decay they can't explain so many other things like we were oh when we were talking on the phone yesterday about her eyes her eyes so they had an a hundred year span, they had over 20 ophthalmologists do an inspection on her eyes. So pupils and her irises work like human eyes. They have the same spherical shape. Like they did the science behind it and did the measurements. 
And it's literally what it would be if it was a set of human eyes. So they go in the way they reflect light is the same as a human eye. It's like, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is mind blowing. They took all these ophthalmologists. Some of them were even atheists because they're really trying to disprove like, what is the phenomenon behind this article? Like, why is it so special? Like, how can they? And they want to make sure that it's not like, you know, something that's skewed, you know, by people who are believers, you know? Exactly. They want to make sure like look it's like let's be a pessimist let's go at it from the scientific angle so if, you know if it's just a bunch of hoopla we can say hey this is a bunch of bullshit but get this the you ever see like certain movies where they say basically when we die the last thing that we see is like stuck in our eye and like it's through a lens you can like see it have you ever seen that I haven't, but that sounds fucking terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in the Wild Wild West movie with um, Will Smith. Oh, but I've also seen, seen it in other stuff where it's like, yeah, they'll like cut the eyes off and like look through it. And they're like, what? the last thing he saw uh. was his wife. And then you knew uh. she was the murderer. So Wait, is that real? I don't know. But this okay. image, <laughs> yeah. that's what Mary's eyes are doing. They see... 13 distinctive people in the image and the same 13 people are seen in the left and the right eye and they're distorted just like how it is the way we see it yeah like, like our it's from eyes her perfect. perspective yes that's the other thing it's from her perspective like when they opened up the roses it was like that was her looking at them Right? Yeah, that image was still framed in there. Like that actually gave me chills. Like that image being presented still framed in her eyes. And you have to like look through a microscope to even see this image because that's how small and how detailed it is. I just cannot and think you know of an who explanation. those 13 people are? The one is the Juan Diego guy. Yeah. It's him oh, from Mary's perspective and the bishop. And then the other people are like the people that were like in the room. And then there's this like family. And so from the religious perspective and interpretation of it, they're saying that Mary's saying that she has uh, like that image of all of us, all of our families. Like she, it's the human family. She wants to be like known as like the queen of like what is it uh, it's like the human race or some sh- something yeah so her eyes they literally capture the moment and it's, it's on a so microscopic incredible. level and they did tons of tests there was a university of florida professor who's a nasa scientist and he made it clear that there's no pigment animal synthetic plant anything there's nothing that could have made those colors like it's not of this world that's pretty much it i mean for the yeah. telma there's lots of other details but like you know you guys yeah to be here all day <laughs> yeah yeah because we but there's literally yeah every single part of this tilma has some kind of significance is somehow connected to the universe to that mm-hmm. to mexico city you know to the people there and it's just amazing yeah and it's the number one pilgrimaged place in the, in the world. world in the world i want to go so bad they said I, it's like a magnet when you're I just close I to know. it i think i just and that's what they so say about yeah that's what they've said about the tilma is that it has like this magnetic force like you're 
drawn to it. And I just feel like if I was near that Toma, that like all of my stress would just melt. Yeah, I think I have a better understanding. This is not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. I just wish uh, people just didn't complicate our existence. It's just so fucking bonkers. I know. They just keep amping it up at this point. It's like a running joke. We should all like have a meeting. <laughs> I know. Be like, you guys, what if you just took Wednesday off? Yeah. Let's yeah. just be nice. All right. So the feast day is December mm-hmm. 12. That is the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. So the other message is that she at that time recognized how much turmoil there was. And it was just a really fucked up time to be alive. And so that's also the darkest day of the year, the winter mm-hmm. solstice. So she showed herself that day to say, look, going forward, it's going to be brighter and it's going to be better. You know, we can pull it together now. Like it's the beginning. Um, I'm going to show you like darkness is behind us now. And so I think it really did help. I mean, it brought so many people peace knowing that, you know, she was there for them. So, you know, when our podcast is going to get big. Hmm. So like, let's say that Project Blue Book is real, right? Government is either going to do a mass like alien invasion that's going to be basically like holographic, but look and feel insanely real. Or they're going to do something where it's like a second coming of like of Jesus or something like just basically everybody's Messiah or everybody's like whoever they believe in is like going to appear like it's, you know. Yeah. So like if that were to really happen, mm-hmm. we cover all the bases. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like I don't they know what, what we could can do use us as research, honestly. <laughs> we'll basically be the news. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that'd be great. <laughs> and we would just go up there and be like, and we can get high, right? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, of medicine. course you have to. <laughs> oh my god, that's what we like about you guys. It's just like <laughs> tentacles. <laughs> it's just <laughs> uh, <laughs> glorp love you You're glorp <laughs> oh my we God. requested you guys thank you so much <laughs> it was really the mask <laughs> thank you thank you for getting us i know i just feel like we have some really original content there is like you go online and there's nothing like us, but there's yeah, not. I tried. I I tried. I watch a lot of stuff and I find our podcast in it. Like I'm like, oh my god, if people watch this yeah, or yeah. listen to this, they will love our podcast. I don't know. I haven't checked it to see how many people have liked Me our neither. podcast lately. They'll find us. So, is there anything else that you wanted to? Uh, no, I think that was it. Uh, it's only an hour and a half. Jesus, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of the Hash Wednesday podcast. Yes. Thanks for joining us, guys. We hope you had a good time. And don't forget to follow us and like us and subscribe and all of that stuff on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and whatever else you can find. Yeah. (laughs) We're there. (laughs) 